Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Today is Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021. On this day in 1971, NYPD detective Frank Serpico was shot in the face while making a drug bust. Many believe that the shooting was set up to silence Serpico, who was a whistleblower against police corruption. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of this event, listener discretion is advised. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. I'm Vanessa Richardson, and today I'm joined by our guest hosts, Ash Kelly and Elena Urquhart from Crime Countdown. Their show lists off 10 of the most unsettling true crime stories, all centered on a common theme. They'll discuss some of the historical aspects of today's story while I'll cover the narrative. Thanks, Vanessa. We're thrilled to explore the unusual circumstances involving the shooting of NYPD detective Frank Serpico. Absolutely. Now let's go back to the evening of February 3rd, 1971, to the Williamsburg neighborhood in Brooklyn. Seven seventy eight Driggs Avenue was one of the larger apartment buildings on the street. Its dirty white facade stuck out like a sore thumb. Frank Serpico, sitting in an unmarked police car, couldn't take his eyes off of it. Frank wasn't alone. He and three other narcotics officers were staking out the joint on a tip that a drug deal was to go down that night. Same shift, different day. As they waited for their informant to give the signal, Frank realized he and his team didn't have the best view. If the deal happened inside, they wouldn't be able to see it. His fellow officers agreed, but considering that Frank, with his long hair, bushy beard, and army jacket, looked nothing like a cop, they suggested he go in alone. Frank made his way inside and climbed the stairs, but instead of stopping in front of the suspected apartment door, he kept climbing to the roof. Something didn't feel right. For the past few years, Frank Serpico had been speaking out against police corruption. He wasn't just making noise internally, he'd gone to the New York Times. If a dirty cop in the NYPD wanted to take Frank out and cover it up, it wouldn't be that hard. Frank wanted to throw his pistol and badge off the building's roof and run away. He knew in his gut that something wasn't right. But Frank reminded himself that he took an oath to protect and serve, and that he would die defending it. Instead, he took a deep breath and said to himself, well, let's get it over with. Frank made his way down back to the fourth floor and waited out in the hallway. From there, he casually watched the drug deal go down. Without his uniform, he looked like just another resident. When the buyer left, Frank saw the seller enter apartment 3G. 
it was time to make the bust. Frank rushed to the street and signaled the three other cops. Two of them joined Frank while the third went after the buyer. Once back at 3G, Frank decided to pose as a potential buyer and positioned himself directly in front of the door. One officer stood off to his side while the second hid along the nearby stairs. With his 38 Special Revolver ready, Frank knocked on the door and called to the drug dealer in Spanish. A few seconds later, the door opened but was still on the chain. Immediately, Frank wedged himself in the small opening. Frank struggled to get the door open. On the other side, the drug dealer used all his might to force Frank out and get the door closed. And yet, none of the other officers were coming to Frank's aid. Frank turned to the two cops and yelled for help. When he returned his attention to the door, he was staring down the barrel of a pistol. Before he could register what was going on, there was a flash and a bang. A small caliber bullet struck Frank in the face. Frank fell to the ground, somehow still conscious. He expected to hear the other cops rush in and finally help. Instead, there was only silence. As blood pooled under him, Frank realized something peculiar. There was no pain. Frank's vision started getting dark. His life was fading away as he laid on the dirty Brooklyn apartment building floor. But as he finally heard muffled voices, he vowed to himself that he would live. Coming up, we'll explore the life of Frank Serpico. Hi, it's Vanessa from Parcast. They say there's someone for everyone, a soul to share your secrets with, a companion to grow old with, a conspirator to commit crimes with. Starting this February on Spotify, learn about the lethal and legendary lovers who fought the law in the Parcast Limited series, Criminal Couples. If you've ever referred to your best friend or beloved as your partner in crime, this exclusive series is for you. Beginning February 1st, join me for a collection of unlawful love stories from shows across the ParCast network. Discover the extreme beliefs of cult leaders Tony and Susan Alamo, enter Fred and Rose West's real-life house of horrors, and experience the madness and motives of the San Francisco witch killers. Fall for the most famous and feared pairs in history in the Spotify original from ParCast, Criminal Couples. Enjoy two-part episodes every Monday starting February 1st. Follow Criminal Couples free and exclusively on Spotify. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Now back to the story. On February 3, 1971, NYPD detective Frank Serpico was shot in the face during a drug bust. When Frank's partners refused to help him after he was shot in the face, many wondered if the NYPD had set Frank up. 
My guest hosts Ash and Elena are going to take over from here to discuss the circumstances that resulted in Frank Serpico's shooting and what happened when he survived. Thanks, Vanessa. Frank Serpico always wanted to be a cop. For him, it was never about the power or the possibility of seeing his name in the papers. Frank Serpico merely wanted to make New York City a better place. Unfortunately, when Frank joined the NYPD in September of 1959, the department was experiencing rampant corruption. As a kid, Frank witnessed firsthand how a cop could abuse his authority. While working in his father's shop, an officer came in for a shoe shine. When Frank finished, the officer got up and left without paying. Frank was stunned, but assumed the officer was an outlier, just a bad apple. He got a rude awakening once he became a patrolman himself years later. When Frank was still a police cadet, he and his partner arrested a couple of suspects while protecting a vandalized synagogue. They thought the nature of the arrest should have led to some kind of award. But the precinct clerk only agreed to make a note for a citation if Frank and his partner slipped them a few bucks. Frank realized that bribery was the key to success in the department, but he refused to accept that. Instead, he would stay honest and work his way to the top by doing good police work. Throughout the 1960s, Frank didn't partake in any of the grafts or corruption. He knew his partners might take payoffs, but he wouldn't. Naturally, this made the other cops suspicious of him, and it didn't help that Frank looked nothing like a cop. As a plainclothes officer, Frank didn't have to adhere to a standard dress code, so he decided to look like his personality. He was bohemian, long hair, long beard, psychedelic clothes. Frank lived in Greenwich Village and hung out with the counterculture. He was the complete antithesis of the NYPD. Finally, in 1967, alongside only ally, Detective David Dirk, Frank started making noise to the department's higher-ups and authorities at City Hall. For three years, they brought credible evidence of police corruption, and yet, nothing was done. Fed up, Frank and David did the unimaginable. They went to the press. In the middle of 1970, the New York Times published an expose on police corruption in the NYPD. The report tarnished the NYPD and led to the Knapp Commission's formation, an official investigation into police corruption. All thanks to Frank Serpico. And the department knew it. Frank coming forward put an even bigger target on his back. By the end of 1970, he was transferred to narcotics, where he was a total pariah. Frank Serpico was shot in the face on February 3rd, 1971, during what was supposed to be a routine drug bust. However, his partners refused to help him and let him bleed out in the hallway. He only lived because an elderly tenant called the paramedics. Frank miraculously survived, though he was left with bullet fragments in his skull and permanent hearing loss. And despite the attempt on his life, Frank refused to remain silent. Later that year, he testified before the Knapp Commission, making him one of the most important officers to testify against the police. A year later, Frank retired from the NYPD and lived in Europe until 1980. Since then, he's continued to speak out against corruption and police brutality. He still holds out hope that there will be fair and honest cops patrolling our streets. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Thanks again, Ash and Elena, for joining me today. Thanks for having us. You can find our podcast, Crime Countdown, on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
For more stories like this one, check out our special series on the LA Sheriff's Department in the feed for secret societies or kingpins. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Michael Motion, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Joe Guerra, with writing assistance by Alex Benedon, fact-checking by Claire Cronin, and stars Ash Kelly, Elena Urquhart, and Vanessa Richardson. Hi, it's Vanessa again. Before you go, don't forget to check out the new ParCast limited series, Criminal Couples. From apocalyptic cult leaders to bank-robbing bandits to married mafiosos, these couples give new meaning to Till Death Do Us Part. Enjoy two-part episodes every Monday starting February 1st. Follow Criminal Couples free and exclusively on Spotify.